When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Crowder trying to get him out of space, slips a tackle, and there he goes! Crowder! It's a foot race, and Crowder is in there! A 69-yard touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He got the handoff. Yes. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time for Keys to the Game, Jets-Bills edition. It's funny because the Jets have already played the Patriots twice, but they have not yet played the Bills or the Dolphins. This will be the first time they play either of those two. It's coming up tomorrow at MetLife Stadium. And so to break down the keys to the game, we bring in our friend who does all the film over on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel, The Thunder, from down under, Mr. Luke Grant. Luke, what's up, brother? Uh, not too much. I'm getting ready for another you know, week of Mike White. A little bit of magic from him. We'll see how we fare against Buffalo at MetLife. It uh, should be interesting. It'll be a good test. And that's the first key to the game that I wanted to talk to, Luke. It involves Mike White. Mike White is going to be playing in this game. We know that he actually did very well in terms of helping the offense move the ball consistently in his seven quarters of action. He returns to the lineup again after getting hurt at the hands of the Indianapolis Colts on Thursday night football and being replaced by Josh Johnson. There's some question as to whether or not Zach Wilson was going to get in the game. He's not. He's still a little bit away from getting back in the lineup, so Mike White makes another start. But you have to figure that the Bills, who have... The best defense in the league right now, statistically, are going to have watched a lot of the Mike White tape and realize what he was doing well, which was quick decisions, short passes, getting the ball out fast, and they're going to be looking to eliminate that. So one of the major keys to this game for the Jets offense is going to be finding a way 
to get around the Bills potentially shutting that down. Because if the Bills are able to stop Mike White from doing what he did well in those first two starts that he had, there's going to have to be adjustments from Mike LaFleur. There's going to have to be adjustments from Mike White. Is Mike LaFleur capable of finding ways to adjust on the fly? And if so, is Mike White capable of executing on those adjustments? I think you hit the dilemma on the head, though, Scott. It's being able to force the ball downfield more because we talked about it last week. It's not sustainable to throw a 3.7 average depth of target but get 10 yards a catch. It's just not going to happen on a weekly basis. But doing that while protecting the football because in Mike White's seven quarters, there's been six or seven turnover-worthy throws with a shallow depth. So what happens to that number when it increases in your depth of target? Because the Buffalo Bills aren't just great at preventing teams from scoring 14.8 points per game so far in 2021, best in the NFL. They're second in turnovers as well. They've forced 19 turnovers so far this year in their eight games. They're five and three. So finding a way to protect the football while taking more vertical shots is going to be the key. We're going to find out a lot about Mike White because this is a very different challenge. I know Cincinnati had good numbers on the surface coming into that game defensively, but to me, they were very much like the Jets through the first month of the season. There were a lot of warts that hadn't quite been discovered yet. We saw Cincinnati again struggle mightily last week. Buffalo aren't that case. But schematically, it's going to be interesting because they play a lot of cover two, cover four, two high safety. So how are they going to adjust to take it away? Are they going to play some more man coverage? What are they going to ask out of um, out of white on the outside? I think it's going to be an intriguing matchup, but it's going to be the key because if the Jets can't generate more than 20 points, you're probably not going to win the game. Do you think Mike White has it in his DNA to be able to win over the top? Anything you saw on his West Virginia tape? Because obviously there's not much you were going to see in the tape that he's put together with the Jets. He hasn't had the opportunity to do that. And it's not like you were sitting there at practice every single day watching him try deep passes down the field. What's your inclination here? Do you think that Mike White will be able to carry out adjustments if Mike LaFleur needs to call for them? It's hard to say when you look at the college tape because, look, Bryce Petty's a perfect example. He threw for, what, 500 yards in the Cotton Bowl, so many vertical concepts at Baylor. It's very similar at West Virginia when Mike White was there. He showed the ability and propensity to throw the ball downfield, but it's very different doing that in kind of an air raid system, slant and goes, compared to in the NFL against a cover four, cover two, two high safety look. So, That's going to be the challenge. Look, I I honestly don't know. We're going to find out on the weekend. There's a possibility that Mike LaFleur doesn't adjust and he just keeps it underneath and says, you can take it away, but we're going to do what we can to protect the football, play complimentary ball. Who knows how this is going to play out? But if the Jets realistically want to win, they do need to stretch the field vertically. And I think that's going to be a key because Mike LaFleur's understood how to utilize Elijah Moore on the intermediate level of the field. When we say stretch it, we're not talking about Mike White going back and throwing 60-yard bombs down the field. It's just targeting plus nine yards of the sticks, that nine to 20 range. And early in the season, Elijah Moore was everything between zero to two yards on design touches or he's getting sent down on play action 50 yards downfield. You saw him more in the intermediate section of the field the last two weeks. That's going to be the key to Mike White having success there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Luke, what do you think about Elijah Moore as a key to this game? Because I've been thinking about this for a couple of days, and I really think that the performances that he's put on the last two weeks open up a lot of possibilities for him and for this offense. If Mike White can get the ball into Elijah Moore's hands early and often, and he can make plays once he's got the ball in his hand, which we've seen that he can do, not only at Ole Miss, not only from the reports in training camp, but also in these past two games when he has really upped his game, I would imagine that that would go a long way towards helping the Jets move the ball consistently. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to score a million points, but you got to walk before you can run. And if you can move the ball consistently, much better chance that you can put points on the board. Completely agree. Elijah Moore is going to be the key, I think, to this offense. I know Corey Davis comes back and that's going to be super helpful to their ability to move the football. But at the same time, Elijah Moore is a quick separator, which is going to help Mike White underneath. And the other added bonus of his game is he can take that short pass and turn it into a long gain. He can turn two yards into 30 yards, and that's going to help you drive down the field because you're having to take less shots, less plays. You don't have to be as methodical. We know the Jets set a record for first downs over the last two weeks, uh, really since their existence, back to the Joe Namath era. So you don't need to be as reliant on it if you get big plays. And sometimes Elijah Moore can give you a free one of those, which is huge because what I want to point out to people, Scott, is that while we're witnessing this mini Elijah Moore breakout the last two weeks, he's only averaged 55% of snaps across those two games. He hasn't been a volume guy. Denzel Mims has easily been out snapping him and getting more reps. But even still, he's caught, I think, 13 of his 15 targets, 151 yards and two touchdowns. He's getting open all day long. He's doing it on limited reps. So as he gets more and more work, gets more uh, chemistry with White and with obviously Wilson moving forward, I think the sky's the limit and he is really going to be the focal point of this offense and the key to them moving the ball. And another key to moving the ball is going to be Michael Carter. No question about that. We saw how effective he was against the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't expect that level of performance against the Buffalo Bills, but if Michael Carter can make some plays both out of the backfield and in the running game the way that he did against Cincinnati and give the Jets that double threat, or as you would say, Luke, triple threat because of the blocking, that'll help the Jets maintain some solid possessions, keep the clock moving in their favor, and maybe keep Josh Allen and that Buffalo offense off the field. Yeah, 100%. I'll make a prediction. I think if Michael Carter has 100 yards rushing, the Jets can and will win the football game. As I mentioned already, a lot of too high looks from this Buffalo defense. So you get some lighter boxes organically because there's just more men in coverage. There's an extra safety out of the box. And as a result, they're more favorable fronts to, to run the ball. So 
if the Jets can do a good job pass blocking, Michael Carter, according to PFF, is seventh in missed uh, forced missed tackles per carry, which is awesome for a rookie running back. And then on top of that, we know what he can do as a pass catcher. But I think his opportunities really need to be on the ground this week. They need to force Buffalo to do something different defensively. And if they're going to keep giving you two high safeties, then you need to keep running the football. Something I've said about Kansas City's offense the last few weeks, they keep facing two high safeties. They keep asking Mahomes to do everything when they're running games efficient. So I'd like to see the Jets do that, maybe lean on the run a little bit more than they usually would. I know I'm critical of that sometimes, but I think that's the week to do it. And uh, look, just talking about Michael Carter, I know people thought he was quiet last week because LaFleur wasn't you know, getting him touches. I think a lot of that was Mike White being out. Mike White found him as a check down and a dump off a lot when he was going through his reads. Running back touches aren't usually designed as much as they are a product of checking the football down. So having Mike White back, I think you'll get a natural bump in his targets as well. And on the other side of the ball, the Buffalo offense, what's been happening with them is that their Achilles heel is being exposed. And that Achilles heel, as Drew Gear of the Rock Pile Report podcast explained on the show yesterday when we did Know Your Foe, is their interior offensive line. It's been really, really bad this year. They've had a lot of problems. The Jets happen to have Quinn and Williams, John Franklin Myers, and Foley Fadakasi. Obviously, Fadakasi is not a pass rusher, but he can blow up the run. However, we didn't see a lot of that against the New England Patriots. We didn't see a lot of that against the Indianapolis Colts. So this is sort of a Jekyll and Hyde situation for this unit. We know the talent they have. We know what they're capable of. We've seen them have dominant performances, but they've been very up and down. If the Jets can get the type of performance they got against the Cincinnati Bengals or against the Tennessee Titans, the Bills could be in for a much rougher day than a lot of people realize. Definitely. It's going to be the key on that side of the football is the Jets just need to get it done. There's no excuses. We can't say, look, Buffalo got rid of the ball quickly. They checked everything down underneath. You need to find a way to be disruptive. They've got the horses. They just need to perform. But I think when you look at how well the Jets defensive line as a whole was playing, the key to them not playing so well, I think is Bryce Huff not being there. I know he doesn't play on the interior, but as we know, having that edge rusher on the outside is a huge help to what the interior guys can do and the matchups they get. Once he went down after the Tennessee game, the Jets defensive line hasn't been the same. They're going to be without him again, obviously, this week. So it's going to be a test, but Quinton Williams, John Franklin Myers, they need to be great. What I'm a little worried about, and look, it's... A- <laughs> It's a good matchup because Buffalo doesn't run the football a lot. It's not the strength of their game. But the Jets defensive line, because of how aggressively they're playing, has just been getting absolutely torched. So many times Foley Fatakasi is getting caught downfield because he's one gap penetrating, shooting in the run game, and they're trapping him wham blocks. I talked about a little bit last week on the show. They need to fix that. Because if they don't, maybe not this week it'll show up as much, but against other teams, it's going to get exposed. So the interior has got a huge job to do this weekend. They need to wreck the entire game plan. They need to get Josh Allen off the spot because if you can force him to turn the ball over, the Bills lose. The other key here, Luke, is let's be real about what's been plaguing the Jets here. We've said it over and over again, and I'm going to repeat it now. Screens and draws, screens and draws, screens and draws, screens and draws. Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. We know that they've got Cole Beasley in the slot who could give the Jets problems in short yardage situations. Same thing with Stefan Diggs, crisp route runner who can get the job done in short and intermediate areas when he needs to. Emmanuel Sanders, who's more or less made a career out of making plays from short distances, had a really nice bounce back season here for the Buffalo Bills so far. So once again, the Jets linebacking core 
and their secondary is going to have to find a way to stop that short stuff. And as we said before, of course, this comes down to the front four as well because Foley Fadakasi is one of the best run stuffers in the league. Quinn and Williams, excellent run stuffer. But if they can't stop those draws and if the screens can't be stopped by the linebackers and the safeties, that's going to open other stuff up, which could be even worse. Of course, I mean, going down the field and the cornerbacks being exposed, they've had some problems the last couple of weeks. So really what this comes down to is I hope that the Jets have watched the tape over and over and over again of what killed them against the Patriots and the Colts, and they found some sort of way to figure out how to defend what the Bills are going to try to do to them unquestionably based on them also watching that same tape and seeing the blueprint. It's a concern. Guys that can do things after the catch beat at the running back position or at the wide receivers, they've killed the Jets. And against the Bengals, I thought we were getting somewhere because I don't know if you guys can remember, but Quinn and Williams chased down a screen early in that game. They ID'd another one and stopped it for a loss. I thought, okay, they've finally figured it out. They've found the magic solution and they've understood how to stop the screen game. And then last week, you just saw Jonathan Taylor running 30 yards down the field off a screen. He's running 70 yards down the field off a little draw, delayed handoff. It went straight back and reverted back to the norm or what has been the norm for the Jets this year. They need to find a way to do it. CJ Mosley last week, a guy I love. We spoke to him on draft night, Scott. He's an awesome guy. He's an awesome leader. We think he's been super undervalued this year. He was really bad last week. He was terrible. Um, Quincy Williams looked like Quincy Williams in Jacksonville and some of the early performances for the Jets. They need to find a way to be less aggressive and to diagnose better. One thing I'll get you to watch this weekend for those guys listening, watch how they react at the second level to these screens and draws and the play actions and the flow of the offensive line. Are they getting fooled? Because that's been an issue for a guy like Quincy Williams. While when you watch CJ Mosley, he's usually standing perfectly still at the snap. He doesn't react to the initial motion. And then he reads and diagnoses. That's what makes him a better linebacker in those read and react situations. Look, it didn't show up last week, but being more stable and still at the point of attack at those key moments is going to be important. And it's going to be key to the linebackers shutting down the screen and the draws. Luke, as far as what the players have to do, I think those are the main keys to the game. But I want to talk about the coaching matchups here because I think this is going to be one interesting chess match. The Bills are heavy favorites for a reason, even though it's at MetLife Stadium. And we know that Sean McDermott is an established coaching star. A lot of people would say that he's certainly top 10 in the league, if not top 5 right now. And then you look at his coordinators. He's flanked by two guys that are very highly thought of. Leslie Fraser on the defensive side of the ball and on the offensive side of the ball. Brian Dable, who almost got a head coaching job last cycle and may very well get one this cycle. They're going to be going up against Ulbrich, who has had his problems the last few weeks, Robert Sallow, who's a rookie head coach, and then Mike LaFleur, who seems to have done a lot better now that he's moved up to the skybox. And by the way, you should watch Luke's video on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel all about that. But he's still in his first year, and he's going up against a very highly regarded Leslie Fraser here. How do you expect this to play out in terms of how the pieces are going to move on that chessboard? I'm intrigued to see how LaFleur's offense looks for the second week in a row against a too-high safety look. I know I've mentioned this a few times through the podcast, but the Shanahan scheme and the crossing routes and all of those things that they implement and the stresses they put on your defense – they're much more effective against single high looks. That's just the nature of what the NFL was. That's what the Shanahan offense was created to combat. And that's where they're most effective. They are less so against these two high shoals. And how, what can he do to adapt with his play calling? Because I think he did a good job last week. 
more of these hole shots for cover two where you're attacking the sideline in between the safety and the corner. You hear that talked about all the time during broadcast. What can he do underneath to get guys open quickly while the Bills are trying to counter that? Will the Bills be more aggressive and more tight underneath than they usually are in their zone coverages? There's a lot of factors that are really interesting. I think it's going to be an intriguing matchup on that side of the ball. And then defensively, I think Ulbrich has to go back to what he was doing at the start of the year. It's not blitzing as much because Josh Allen, you don't want to blitz him. He's been super effective against the blitz the last 18 months. But I want to see him mix it up on third down. Every single third down, you can anticipate the Jets bringing five, including one of their linebackers, and playing man coverage. It's extremely predictable. So then what do teams do on third down? They're bringing out these rub routes, these picks, this kind of New England concepts, and they're able to get a guy free. It looks like poor coverage from the players, but it's because you're predictable in your scheme and what you're calling. So I want to see him be more fluid and a little more diverse on third down. That's going to be a key because, look, we haven't talked a ton about Josh Allen, but he's been up and down this year, Scott. He's had his trials and tribulations. He's turned the ball over four times in their three losses this year. So if the Jets can find a way to put pressure on him on third down, he can give you opportunities because this Bills offense so far has played seven defenses in the bottom 10 as far as points allowed per game and only one in the top 10, and that was Pittsburgh, who was seventh overall. They've had an easy run. They're not playing great defenses, and they're still not putting up huge numbers. It's an opportunity for the Jets' defense to bounce back. Luke, any other keys to the game that you think we missed that are important? No, I just think continued good play out of the cornerback room. Um, I think Michael Carter had probably his worst game of the season. Michael Carter the second that is, uh, against the Colts. Um, I want to see them play well against some of these shifty receivers because their improvement is really key to this team. There's some position groups where the future doesn't really matter because they're not going to be here. These three corners are young. They're talented. Even Brandon Eccles has been playing pretty good ball. I want to see how they can shut down those Buffalo receivers. We talked about how they want to play the ball in the air. But look, if we're being honest, I'm not sure if Dawson Knox is healthy again or not. But if he does play, that could be an area of concern for the Jets because we've struggled against tight ends. So how the Jets match up with no Marcus May at safety, Quincy Williams struggling in the linebacking room. You just kind of have to worry about tight end matchups always if you're this Jets defense. Got to worry about a lot of things these days if you're the Jets defense because the Jets defense has struggled mightily in two of the last three contests. We'll see if the Bills are able to exploit that or if this Jets defense is able to get back on track and be a little bit more like they were against the Cincinnati Bengals. Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under. Thanks so much for coming on and talking through the keys to the game with me. Really appreciate it. You've got a lot going on on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Plus, we've got some great shirts over at the Play Like a Jet store at tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. You know the designer of those shirts very well. So talk about what you can find in the Play Like a Jet store, what those shirts are like, what's on them, the designs, if you will. And also tell us about what's going on over on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Head over to TeePublic, guys. You can find the link in Scott's at Play Like a Jet on Twitter, at Play Like a Jet 1. You can find me at LukeGrant7 on Twitter. We've got the links in our bios. You can find out where to get those shirts. My partner, Alex, has put together some really cool designs. We've got the Zach Goes Long Range. We can pull those out again next week once he's back in the starting lineup. Uh, and then we've got an awesome shirt. We touched on them as the key to the game, but Quinn Williams and JFM, uh, we've got the, the Bless You Thank You range. Seeing if they can be disruptive on the interior is going to be huge. So make sure you show, show your support for the Jets, for those guys, but also for Scott and the entire Play Like a Jet team. And then over on the YouTube channel, um, we already mentioned the video up about Mike LaFleur and how good he's looked since he's moved to the box, some of the changes and subtle changes. 
I've been raving about a new package he implemented where he's got this toss slash fake toss look. I, I dive into that a little bit and some of the, the great things he's been doing schematically, especially early on, on first down as well. And then there's a video up on Mike White. It's a good time to refresh on that. He started Cincinnati. He obviously didn't play much against the Colts, but have a look at that. Be refreshed, ready to go as he steps on the field against Buffalo. We've got videos coming in the next 48 hours on Elijah Vera Tucker and Elijah Moore. So plenty of things going on. Just keep supporting. Play like a gem. Make sure that you check out Luke on Twitter at LukeGrant7. Watch all the videos he's been putting together on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. Subscribe if you haven't already. Also check out everything we've got at the Play Like a Jet store over at tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. As Luke said, his significant other Alex has done the artwork. Fantastic stuff. You can find her on Instagram at underscore can I be frank. We've got the Zach Says Go Long shirt. The John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt. The Zach Wilson, Zach the Ripper shirt. The Play Like a Jet logo shirt. And so much more. It's all there at tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And make sure that you give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time. Doesn't cost you any money. But it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.